With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another edition of The Hangover. If we are going to be talking about the Steelers-Vikings game, then this is the longest hangover that you've had in a long time because that game was Thursday. But it is our regular Monday night spot. My name is Brian Anthony Davis from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Alongside me is Shannon White. My other compadre, Tony Defio. That's Tony Jules. If you're asking, if you're if you're down on a... Where would a guy like Tony Jules hang out in Pittsburgh, Tony? Well, I like to hang out everywhere. I, I, I go to those running groups and we hang out at a different spot every week. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a social butterfly. There you go. I, I, I like Cinderlands. Cinderlands is a good wait, place. What kind of groups? Running groups. Running groups. Which might be okay. a thing of the past for me. Uh, <laughs> I get it. Shannon, what's going on in WV? Just uh, having a uh, blessed Monday and, and been looking forward to the show tonight. Well, awesome. So as we always do, we always greet the first person in, and that's uh, Steeler Chick 46. So hello to Steeler Chick 46. I also wanted to go ahead, and uh, if you did not hear this yesterday on the Steelers no-show post-game show, we did a tribute to one of our very own in the live chat who passed away last week. And a lot of uh, a lot of you know dennis sheridan so i just oh, wanted I didn't. you didn't read that tony I, i've been so busy with work no i didn't know so yeah That's we lost 
we lost Dennis last week. We got Dave and I both got a, a message, uh, an email from his wife who passed away uh, quietly at home from cancer. So we did a terrible towel twirl for him yesterday in tribute. But this was uh, Tony and I, we uh, we remember Dennis well from uh, the early days of the hangover and uh, just always being on. And he was a West Coast guy. He was San Francisco area. And he would he would always uh, be like, come on, I, I got to go cook dinner. And uh, <laughs> so when we were doing the show, so just a, just a lovely guy, a great family member here. And the reason we do say family member is because that's what we do here. You know, if you're in the live chat, whether you agree or disagree with us, if you take your time to put your comments out there, you take the time to join us on this show. You're a part of our BTSC family and we love you and we appreciate you. And I hope we say that often enough. So once again, rest in peace to our good friend, Dennis Sheridan. Uh, it was a tough one for me. Um, so with that being said, the uh, first one in this week was Steeler Chick 46 that said, Hey, Steelers fam. Hello, Steeler Chick and everybody else in, uh, we appreciate you as well. And, you know, I got to say, uh, someone, Tyler W was, bummed he was like hey darn second one in again so mm. i'm gonna go ahead even though he's not the first one in tyler you keep trying and that's that'll be good um so anyways let's get into it this show is going to be a fun one because i think we're we're a long way away from thursday now that we're able to calm down we're able to, we're, it's not the, uh, the 24 hours after where it's still fresh, but I do want to go back and, uh, talk about the Steelers and Vikings, but one of the reasons it's still a little bit fresh, uh, it's not as bad is because we watched the Ravens lose yesterday and the Bengals lose yesterday and those schedules are really rough. So, um, for them as well. So for those that think that the Steelers schedule is really tough and it's, it's not easy. But I'll take the Steelers' schedule right now compared to what those other teams are playing. You've got the Ravens playing Green Bay this week, and then in two weeks they're playing the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, so there's going to be some tough things. But let's get back to the, the knee-jerk reactions from what we would normally do. So those re knee-jerk reactions from that Thursday night game. Shannon, what was your thoughts when they – we're down 29 nothing and you're looking at the screen thinking what's up here i was thinking this is i said in the cincinnati game that we've hit rock bottom and i was thinking how wrong i was because that was the worst performance uh in the first two and a half quarters that i can ever remember from a stellar squad they they had no life they were flat i mean it makes sense coming off of that must win Ravens game. And, and it's always the most physical game and emotional game uh, on the schedule when it's your arch rival. And, but I thought for sure that Tomlin and the coaching staff and the veterans would be able to get everybody on the same page again and rally them to, for the game and how important this game was. And they just come out and, they was monster holes. There was no run defense whatsoever. Fitzpatrick, I don't know how many tackles, I think six in the first half that he had to prevent 
you know, cook from going the distance every time. They know that the, the Vikings had one receiver really healthy that was dominant. That's Jefferson. They got lucky not having to face Thielen. And they still didn't double him. They still weren't able to slow him down at all. The only thing that slowed him down was Cousins missed him on multiple occasions. I was so utterly disappointed. And I was like, well, they, you know, they brought me back. I cared again. And now they've lost me again. And sure enough, they try, Ben picks him up. I was like, take him out. Take him out. He's going to get killed. It looked like the longest yard movie when they was trying yeah. to punish uh, Adam Sandler for taking the bribe. And they was just letting him come in and hit him. That's what it looked like. And I was like, take him out before you get him hurt. You still have a chance to have an offense at least for the rest of the year. But I was wrong. And Ben had none of that. He was like, I'm not coming out. And he rallied the troops. And that was one of the best comeback attempts, even though it fell short again. But the offense just runs better in those situations. And there's more cohesion. They're not snapping the ball at one second left every time on the clock. And that helps the line, which is struggling greatly. And But they they did give us hope. And that's what this year's, you know, is going to be. They're not going to go anywhere with that run defense. But if they can be in games, it may get exciting. And maybe be in the race, you know, to the last week. That would be something that would be accomplishing something with the lack of depth and the youth they have this year. But yeah, I, I was like everybody else when I seen that ball hit the ground. I thought Farmuth had it. It was the perfect pass. And that dude don't drop anything. But that was just a great play by the defense. So, you know, it's not on Farmuth. And and uh he shouldn't have been in that situation either. That looked like a a collision that was uh would knock you out. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, exactly. he just yeah. really, he got cracked from both sides. And so uh, I don't think a lot of people are blaming it on Friar Muth. There, uh, but there is plenty of blame to go around. And most of it has to be from the entire team from the first half, really. But Tony, let's get your thoughts. It just, uh, I kind of agree with Shannon. I, after that Ravens game, I thought, okay, here we go. They're going to, you know, this felt like a game that they could win, you know, even though it was a short week and it was on the road, I felt like they could go into Minnesota and, 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 and win that game and start building some momentum, start, start stacking some wins. But it's like with this team, it's one step forward, maybe one, one and a half, two steps back every week. I mean, it's like the, the run defense, you know, they did such a great job against the Ravens, Lamar Jackson a week earlier, and then <laughs> Dalvin Cook just, you know, I mean, it, made, it was like watching Tech Mobile. It just everything was just wide open, and 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 you know, the line, the offensive line had a horrible, <clears throat> horrible game uh, at least for three three quarters, the, protecting Roethlisberger. I mean, you know, like the, the assignments that were missed. It's like you could tell this is a young line. You could tell this is a, a line that's missing Dotson. And, and, and some some other players so yeah i mean uh you you would think after after falling behind 27 10 to the chargers falling behind uh well getting killed 41 10 by the bengals uh you would think that they wouldn't you know they would come out more uh i, I hate to say prepared but more you know you know willing you know, like like just ready to, to go and and and, and not allow a, a 29 nothing deficit that it, a hole like that they would have to crawl out of. So, I mean, you know, everything that happened on Sunday kind of pulled me back in a little bit more with, with the um, everybody that they needed to lose, losing just about, except for maybe the Broncos. So, but you know, with this team, it's, it's going to be, you just, you just can't, you don't have the sense that, that 
they can build any momentum. They just don't seem to have the, that ability to, to gain momentum and, and to keep the momentum when they do have it. So um, I, I'm just, I'm just grateful that, that the AFC is so wide open this year. <laughs> I, I tell you what, and it, it really is. And this is, man, I've got, I have so many questions um, for this segment. And I'm also looking at the live chat and there's some great stuff in the live chat right now. Mm-hmm. Nick Warren says Steelers need to watch Rocky three when Apollo Creed says there is no tomorrow. And uh, <laughs> I, I was just talking about Rocky, just Rocky the other day when Apollo's like, this is it, man. <laughs> I love that. I mean, yeah. And then outside Steeler fans said, no, watch Rocky four. I'm going to disagree with both of you guys. Watch all of them. Mm-hmm. If you could, if you could stomach five, and then uh, I didn't mind Rocky Balboa that came out many I like years that later. I, I kind of yeah. like that. But one through four, that that's a marathon that's just awesome. You you have to, I need to introduce my family to more of Rocky. So that that's really good. But there's a lot of stuff in the live chat here. A lot of good stuff. Remember, if you want to get to the top of the queue, we can't answer all of your questions. But you can go ahead and throw in a super chat if you wish. I got to bring up one of the uh, the main topics of the show here. And so I'm going to bring up Reggie Rivers. Reginald, how are you, my friend? I'm still mad at Claypole. He cost us 15 uh. seconds. So the title of the show tonight is about the Steelers' lack of, of uh, maturity and cohesion. So that goes to something that Shannon said earlier, thinking that the veterans could, could uh, wake some of the younger guys up and so on and so forth. There seems to be a divide in the locker room, and I'm wondering if there's a divide with some of the young guys, some of the boisterous young guys, um, some of the young guys that not just that just aren't that don't know the show yet. You, you know what I'm saying? And I'm wondering here if there is a big chasm because Juju Smith-Schuster is not in Pat's. Because Juju was kind of the guy that bridged the gap. Now, I think this is a better team if Juju's on the field. Because you have one extra weapon, one that's very good at getting those key third, those key first downs in and converting those third downs. Um, but I know how, uh, how much of a mentor he is to Chase Claypool. And I think if he's in pads with him, do you think that makes a difference? Tony, I'll ask you first. Well, I remember uh, Heinz Ward constantly uh, getting on uh, Plexico Burris Plex and telling him, "Hey, you have to you have to study your playbook. Where's your playbook? Why isn't your playbook with you right now?" You know, so uh, as as young as as Juju is, and as immature as a lot of people think he is, with with the with the antics, uh, all that doesn't really bother me because you you know what kind of a football, football player he is. He's been in the league now for five years and, and having him around and, and he is, he is kind of the veteran pres- presence in that receiver room. So having him there to, to kind of hold other youngsters accountable, I, I think that's missing. And somebody like Claypool, he's, uh, he seems to be uh, getting worse instead of better as far as the maturity. I mean, I thought this guy was just this great young a uh, good natured uh, guy. And he's like, he's got a, uh, he's got a problem as far as uh, controlling his emotions on the field. And if he doesn't get that in check, it's going to get worse because the officials are going to start uh, watching him more and, and every little thing he does. I mean, he had a right to be angry uh, after that play the other day, you know, the, the personal foul or whatever, because the guy did, you know, take it a little bit too far, but you don't, yeah, they always catch the second person 
and they're they're definitely going to catch you when you're when you're uh, you're sticking your finger in somebody's uh, face mask and, and shoving them. So he just needs to to uh, control himself. And, and and Devin Bush, I mean T.J. Watt, that's his department. Uh, T.J. Watt's. I mean, I, I realize Cam Hayward's the uh, the, uh, the the grizzled veteran, but this is T.J. Watt's team now, and he's he's got to start becoming, uh, you know, putting the fear of God into these guys uh, and saying, look, this is my team, and you're you're costing us. With your attitude and, and your and your uh, uh, motivation, and, you, and it needs to stop right now. So I think some of these younger veterans need to start stepping up and, be, and becoming the leaders of these teams, like Joey Porter was by his third or fourth year, like Heinz Ward was by his third or fourth year. That's what needs to happen. With guys like Villanueva and DeCastro and Pouncey gone, is that leader on offense right now? <laughs> uh, you're asking me. I don't. I don't think so. Not. Not right now. I mean, Ben. Ben obviously is the leader, but he's clearly on his way out. I mean, I think that's a pretty safe assumption. So somebody's going to step in and fill that that vacuum. And I don't know if there is anybody. Najee Harris is a great candidate for that, but he's so young. You know, it's going to. He, he still has to earn the respect of everybody on that team. So I don't know. I don't know if, if that guy's there yet. But there's cert, certainly a lot of great character guys on that offense. They just need to. Um, become more vocal. Maybe Harris needs to step up and say, look, because we know what kind of a leader he was at Al- Alabama. He was a great leader, both on and off the field. And maybe he's a youngster. So what? Maybe he needs to, to start becoming more vocal. I know it's easier said than done for a young guy. I'm new right now at my job. So I know it's not easy <laughs> to, to, to step up and, and, and become a leader right away. Shannon, Zach Banner was supposed to be that guy and he's, he's not around uh, that much. I mean, he's there, but he's not playing. You know, we understand the whole situation with Ben. That's he's almost a coach. There's he's he's in a different zip code too, as far as that goes. He's a leader, but what I'm wondering here, Shannon, was Juju that guy? Because I think a lot of people thought that he was that guy as far as a leader on the offensive side of the ball in the locker room. Because Juju's beloved by everybody in the locker room. And he's respected as well. And a lot of people did not don't see that when they see the dancing and they, they see that kind of stuff that was happening last year, especially. But Shannon, is Juju that guy? Then is that the could that be the big difference from maybe this team not having a tie and you know and a loss to the Los Angeles Chargers? I mean, they would be in a different zip code, they would be in a different situation right now. The, when it comes to leaders in the locker room uh, and on the field, by far the best leader the Steelers have had for the last five, six years was Pouncey. Pouncey was the leader of the offensive line. If there was an altercation, Ben was roughed up after the play, whatever it was, who was the first guy there? Mm-hmm. It was always Pouncey. Pouncey spoke out when Bell was doing his holdout. Pouncey spoke out about AB and the antics he was doing, trying to get out of Pittsburgh. If you if you sit back and pay attention, the guy who had the respect of that offense was Pouncey. The reason Ben hasn't had it is because of his mistakes and, and his behavior when he was young. You know, we're, we're talking about Claypool, and he's, he's very childish, uh, very selfish at the moment. And you say, well, is there any hope for him? Well, Ben – had a lot of issues when he was young 
and now he's a model uh, teammate, player, citizen. He cannot be the leader, though, because if he says anything to criticize the teammate, whether it's on the sidelines, whether it's after the game, the other, other night he said, that's on Tomlin. That's not my job. And he got criticized for saying that. No, you're the leader of the offense. It is your job. No, it isn't. Because if he says anything, he gets chastised for it and lambasted. So he's learned. He's not stupid. But hmm. they miss Pouncey because Pouncey had that respect. And when he spoke, people listened on that offense. And so to me, the lack of leadership on offense comes from the fact that we don't have Pouncey anymore. He would have been so valuable to all these young guys, and especially on the offensive line. And now there's really not a established guy with DeCastro not coming back. There is no established leader on that offensive line. And that's something you cannot ask rookies to do. So I think that's I think that's where so much of this is coming in. But I still believe that the buck stops with Mike Tomlin. And whether it's coming out flat, not being prepared, this kind of behavior, something's got to be done, and that's got to start with Tomlin. We're missing a guy, too. There's a guy, he's not on the team this year, was not on the team last year, but along with Pouncey, don't forget about Ramon Foster. Ramon Foster was that other leader on that line, too, Mm -hmm. that he he was outspoken about the Le'Veon Bell situation too and he was just he was the guy the everybody looked for and everybody looked for this guy along with pouncy and uh ragu was one of those guys that that you really trusted and they they lost a lot when he was released as well so you know there's there's certain guys that i mean it is a young offense there's there's some guys that do need to step up uh jerry cherry mentioned that uh, James Washington could be that leader. He's just uh, um, he does he doesn't see the the field as much, but he's a guy that I think could be a leader on that team too. So there's so many guys that uh, with such a young offensive line, there's so many guys that need some some guidance on that side. Seem to be a lot of leaders on the on the defensive side of the ball, and I don't know how much they cross over. I as far as leadership goes, I would like to think that they do, but I just, I really don't know. TJ Jones says they thought that Banner was going to be that guy. And I, I really did. That's why I brought him up earlier. You know, that was a guy that, that really could have been that guy and could have been that spokesman. And he's, he's the guy that told Devin Bush, he was going to take his phone. <laughs> yeah. um, but you got to have the, you got to have the resume. Yep. For, for, to get these kids, and these newcomers, there's so many newcomers on the team, even down to all the new com- coaches in new positions who's never done it for the Steelers or at the NFL level. For Banner to be a leader, he would have had to have a resume, and he has zero resume. Right. I mean, he's a good guy. He's great in the community. He's well-spoken, but he doesn't have the resume to back it. Very well. So there's so much to talk about here. We are going to take a break, but I do want to mention one guy that he's new to the team, but he's a veteran and Steeler chick 46. You just took the words out of my mouth. And I'm going to say this Trey Turner looks like a leader and Trey Turner is uh, slowly becoming very valuable piece of that offensive line. I, I really believe he is. I mean, there are a lot of people that were on him from the beginning, um, but I, I will say this 
Trey, when he ran to take that ball away from Chase Claypool the other day, that's the fastest I've seen Trey Turner ever run. <laughs> and he ran to you know tell him to get back, and he was leading on the field, and I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. But that makes me think that there is a there is a little bit of a chasm in that locker room between young and older players. So that's one of the reasons for this entire discussion. So we're going to talk more about the team. We're going to talk more about the, uh, what they need to do going forward. And we're going to talk more about the lack of maturity that we're seeing right now and to see if it's as desperate as we really think it is when we come back. So if you're on Facebook, if you're on YouTube, you just stick around right here, just a few seconds, and then we're going to turn it around. And then we're going to go ahead. And if you are on the audio channel and you're listening a couple of days later, we value you just as much um, just because we can't see you here in the live chat. You're just as important. So just flip on over to number two. It's as simple as just doing that. So we'll be back right after this on the Steelers Hangout. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 